at the end of the day comes the night after the song that the day sings the night follows suit by singing these words lahagid baboiker khastekho emunoscho balelois relating your kindness in the morning and your faithfulness in the night it's part of mismashelia mashabos it's part of the chapter of Tehillim, that one Medrash tells us how Ozomarishon was um, worried after the chait, after he'd eaten from the fruit, that the days seemed to be getting shorter and shorter, and he thought that that was part of the negativity as the nights drew in, that that was it, it was all over. And then as the tukufus, as the seasons changed, they started getting longer again after the winter equinox. And suddenly he realized even, even Balelois, even at the times when you think that things are darker, just hang on a bit and you'll see that things become lighter. The day represents Chesed. We already said last week when discussing um, things associated with how Bilam wanted to curse the Jewish people he tried to use the word kale, the name kale, Aleph Lamed, which is the name of kindness of Hashem. But it ended up, um, Hashem put a maloch in his mouth to elongate it to Elohim, which is, which is Midas Adin, which is strict justice. But the word kale is associated with kindness, with chesed. Chesed, kale, kol hayoim. The kindness of God is manifest during the day. Why? Because... You can see it clearly. You can relate it. You can tell it because it, it's clear. It's obvious. But at night, where you can't see, where things are unclear, you have to rely on emuna. And as we've explained countless times, we don't mean emuna as in blind faith. Yes, people translate it as faith, but it's not quite accurate. It's faithfulness. We, say, we said already that it's someone who has a track record. A track record, so you can rely on that person, that being, that one. Nevertheless, you still can't see it. That's why people confuse it with faith. That's emuno baleilois. That is why night is scary. It's connected with the word yolel or yolel, which is a whale, not as in the um, sea creature, but as in to whale, W-A-I-L. Because when things are negative, where you can't see and you cry, you can't tell it over, you can hope. But there's something perhaps a little bit missing, you can't see the night. That's why darkness actually is choshech. Choshech itself, the, the root, ches, shin, or sin, chaf, is the same root as to withhold. You didn't withhold your son from me. So it all sounds a little bit uh, deep, dark, and depressing. But as the Maharal points out, the darkest part of the night is always the bit before it turns, before the dawn process begins. And that is the secret of Golus and Geulah, of exile and redemption. Because when things are getting really bad and you think it's all over, and it's the most painful, that's when things begin to get back on track.
I used to hear this at home. Sorry, mom. <laughs> but I used to hear this when, you know, if I'd fallen over, hurt myself. And after a few days, the uh, I'd say, oh, it's hurting a little bit more or whatever pain, or, you know, whatever it would be, or feeling a bit unwell. Oh, I'm feeling a bit worse now. She'd always say to me, ah, that must mean it's getting better now. And I, I guess at the time I probably resented this a little bit and said, what do you mean? Or you're just trying to make me feel better or you're patronising me. That means when you talk down to somebody to explain. But I actually realised, no, mum, you were right, that when I'd once had an operation where they had to cut through some nerve endings, so obviously I didn't feel anything for a while. It was only when they began to knit themselves back together again and it actually started hurting again that I knew I was on the mend. The pain is nature's way of telling you that there is a problem, but it's also the way of telling you that there's something going on. If there is no pain whatsoever, if you're totally numb, as we've also described previously, that's no good either. That is no good. So there needs to be, there is going to be a pain before the, the, the growth process can commence. Golus comes before Ge'ulah. That's always a necessity. And it's quite amazing when you consider that the original Golus, the proto-exile, not one of the four, but actually the one which sort of contains the seeds of all the others, was of course Mitzrayim, Egypt, and we've we're always going back and speaking about Egypt. That isn't it amazing that the penultimate makkah, as indeed the final makkah itself, really, because the last two are really, I mean, a lot of them are to do with darkness, but the penultimate one was choshech, darkness. And do you notice that in that makkah, four-fifths of the Jewish people died? Four-fifths, 80% of the Jewish people died? That's real pain but it's only a short while after that they go out and they go towards Eretz Yisrael. And as we said, Bilom and Bolok both saw that in the Bnei Yisrael's inexorable march towards Eretz Yisrael. They tried to stop it. They, Bilom tried to stop it. Bilom, as you know, Lovon had tried to stop the Ark of many years before. Lovon, as we know, was the ancestor, or um, some say Bilom was either the son, the grandson, um, a reincarnation of Lovon, certainly very, very much connected with the the, the whole story of, of Yaakov and his descendants' um, success or otherwise. And Bilom and Bolok, who represent, as we expressed last week, Amalek's introduction of doubts, of clouding judgment, of not being able to see the light, putting things into the dark, so to speak, Bolok and Bilom, who is Lovon, so it's Bolok and Lovon, who is white, so if you like, black and white, each colour in its opposite. They are trying to get in the way. They're trying to stop that Ge'ula happening, and they don't succeed. They don't succeed. They almost manage, and perhaps we'll discuss that at another point as well. And I was looking at this quite a lot. I was examining for a long time what exactly is black and what exactly is white. Now, white, as we know, reflects... So white is seen as some kind of colour of purity, and there is something in that, the, 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 the purity that it reflects, and, and that's great. But it can be channelled wrong, as Lovon did. Lovon whitewashes everything. Every question that Yaakov throws at him, Lovon goes, who, me? I would never do that. I would never harm. Or, you know, what are you doing um, giving me layer on the rock? What do you mean? This is the custom. Everything. He just 
he whitewashes it, says, I'm pure, I'm fine, I'm totally fine. And then you think, therefore, that black, and I was look, I looked up quite, you know, quite a long time just to, to look scientific. You, you see quite a lot of things said about this. So we talk about black being an absence of color. Actually, if you look very carefully, what's happened is that black has absorbed all the color. So there's an absence to the human eye, but it's absorbed it. And I was thinking about this. And I had the most tremendous, as they say, Einfall. Yeah, it looks like an absence of colour, but if you really channel it right, that's telling you if black has absorbed it, the colour is within. That means the seeds of all the colours are within. So the night time, which you think is that deep, dark, depressing thing, contains the seed of Gullah. It's not despite. It's because of. And I saw an amazing Rabbeinu Bachia on Bamidbar where he talks about, and he bring, actually brings this posset. And he says that the, the, the fact that um, the night is associated with emuna, it's associated with din because the moon rules the night and the moon is associated with din and perhaps when we get to the moon we'll explain that in more detail. But what is that about? He says that's the aspect of din which is loyalty, which is dependability, which is something which is sounds rigid but is something which is almost Rogerian in this, that within are the seeds of emuna, dependability, loyalty and the beginnings of the light of redemption.